I've definitely gone to work with, with wet clothes. Definitely. Uh, but, to be fair, used to work as a lifeguard. Well, that still wouldn't make any sense. No. Uh, I pissed myself on the way because I can't swim. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. Since the early 1950s, stories have circulated about shadowy figures dressed all in black who visit those who claim to have witnessed supernatural events. A misidentified government official, perhaps. Or is it? This week on Unexplained Legends, The Men in Black. Right, I remember it. I remember it from my childhood when I was outside and I saw Santa Claus with my dad and then a light came along. That's the- that's my childhood. <laughs> well, that is not your childhood. I lived in an estate. I, I want to buy the Daily house. You know what I was so scared of when I was growing up? Divorce. And no, myself. no, that's my childhood. That's my childhood. <laughs> Why would you want this one? <laughs> Uh, welcome listeners to today's episode of Unexplained Legends We've been recording for 24 minutes and we've just started now <laughs> I'm Roger O'Sullivan and this is my co-host <laughs> Dennis Len and this is a panda I brought into the studio <laughs> today <laughs> you, can't, you can't introduce me like that Why not? You're my co-host, you're my co-host. I'm not just some animal you're showing off Yeah, you're my co-host, Dennis Lynn We have him on a mating program at the moment We're hoping, we're hoping by the end of the year Fingers crossed, we might get two more baby dens Not much luck though <laughs> No, we're having a bit of trouble uh, The females keep rejecting him Yeah In the enclosure <laughs> Bastards what are we doing this week, Raj? This week, Dennis, we're doing something very special. I think you'd be kind of familiar with this one, actually. <laughs> no, I won't. You will, you will. We're doing The Men in Black. No way, a big one. Yeah? Well, we've come across this a lot of times. Are you are you familiar in general with The Men in Black from the podcast, or did you know them beforehand? Or A small little independent movie I saw before. Okay, Don't yeah. know if you've come across it. Bit of an indie flick? Uh, yeah, a small-time actor called Will Smith in it. William Smith, yeah. Yeah, and another old guy. I can't even remember what he is. Don't think he did anything else even after that. No. Two of those, they were involved in all sorts of hijinks. If you saw any aliens, they'd make you forget it with um, kind of this electronic tampon that they had. <laughs> <laughs> If you've ever seen it, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I've I've never heard it described as that, but it sounds like a it sounds like a terrifying movie, to be honest. You see, the thing with Men in Black as well, if they were doing this thing to you, right, where they come up and they make you forget, yeah, like it has to be pretty precise. But that's a really dangerous device for people just to be carrying around as a fucking pen. You know, like I mean, what if they make you forget your childhood and you're scared of divorce and you're pissing yourself? You know, like all of these these gems that you had growing up. Was it Men in Black Two that he goes back in time? I have no idea. No idea. Or was it Men in Black 3? There's one where Will Smith goes back in time and he meets Jay. Is it Jay and K, aren't, aren't they? Jay and K. Is Jay his partner? Yeah. yeah. And is K kind of the higher upper fella? Oh, no, you're right, actually. Yeah, K is the higher up guy. And they go back and they meet K in the 1960s or something uh, when he travels back in time. See, this sounds familiar, but it also might be There Will Be Blood. <laughs> Will Smith here dropping in to say a thing Dennis meant to say no country for old man. Have a wiki wiki wild west rest of the podcast. Well, back then, because the technology isn't as advanced, 
the way they wipe people's brains is with uh, a pneumatic hammer. No, actually, I am getting confused between the new movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, no, the way that they wipe, uh, it's a little gag. I'd say it's the only good thing about that movie is they're going, oh, we're going to have to wipe your memory. And they have to take him into a room with a giant version of that because the technology hasn't been brought down in size yet. Oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Clever little but way. I think then that would be probably more responsible if you're bringing him into that room because you've got a couple of more people operating it rather than a guy who just has a pen in his pocket. Here's something for you. The song, Men in Black, to go along with the movie actually an unreal song is it as good as wild wild west wicka wicka better better is it yeah yeah no it definitely is better you sing a little bit of we are the men in black you did a rap factors of the universe oh you're getting into it no, no i'm terrible drop for into the will smith bit i'm terrible for lyrics no i'm not doing that <laughs> oh, come but, on see, i'll slap you in the face that's what i'll do instead big single back in the day like yeah, yeah, I, I would say, honestly, up there with, like, Le Morte Jures in terms yeah, of... and Going to Miami, another great yeah, yeah. one. Uh, the Venga Boss. Venga Boss, yeah, the Venga Boys, they were, they were great. Oh, do you know what's unreal? Barbie by oh, Aqua. Dr. Jones was another one. Calling Dr. Jones, <laughs> yeah. unreal. I would say that, honest to God, it was the fucking dark ages of music there for a little bit. I love those so, songs. Of course so. you did, in an ironic way. No. Do you I, have them on vinyl? I genuinely like those songs, yeah. A needle drop, needle drop. Yes. Hey, Barbie. Did hey, you like yeah. them at the time or do you ironically like them now? No, I liked them at the time too. Really? Yeah. That's uh, a disgrace. Why? Did your friends like them? No, actually, it was a bit of a trailblazer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one other thing before we, before we get into the old lamestream narrative. I've already forgotten what we're talking about. Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Black, there was an absolute, like, unreal period of time where Universal were making Godzilla, Godzilla movie, which was rubbish, Men in Black. Godzilla movie wasn't rubbish. It, no, it was rubbish. Matthew it was, Roderick, it was rubbish. It wasn't. It was fine. No, it was rubbish. Why? Do, do you prefer the older Godzillas, is it? No, I, I don't like Godzilla at all. Why don't you like Godzilla, man? I think he's rubbish. Except, except, let me finish, the cartoon versions they did at the same time. Do you remember these? Mm, I don't remember a Men in Black cartoon. I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was one. I'm not saying there isn't, I just don't remember it. These cartoons were like dark uh, kids cartoons. And they had this really weird style to them. Another example of them is if, the Extreme Ghostbusters, if you're familiar with that cartoon. No. What? No. The, the Extreme Ghostbusters, the Godzilla one. In the Godzilla one, it was I think it was one of Godzilla's kids. Jeremy. Then they had man- <laughs> they had managed to like have this tacit like friendship with it, and okay. they would call it in when the place was being when like New York City was being attacked by. Oh, and the kids, monsters. the kids would do it. Is it? It's not kids. It was like adults. They were very serious cartoons. They were really, really oh, good. and they'd get Jeremy Zilla and then to like save the city and stuff. You don't. Where know was Godzilla th- gone? What was it? Was Godzilla dead at that point? Godzilla, I would say, um, on holidays with friends. Florida. Yeah, retired. What are you doing here? <laughs> Told you I was retiring. I moved in next door. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get on with the lamestream narrative if you're ready for it, Dennis. I'm ready. In 1947, while out on a boat with his son, Maori Island, in the state of Washington, Harold Dahl witnessed a formation of donut-shaped crafts flying over the water. I think one of them smashed into something and some debris came down as well. Yeah, I... I know we've just started, but just uh, like maybe going forward, don't describe things as donuts because you're just leaving yourself open to attacks. What, the donut All shaped? I'm imagining now is different donuts flying across the lake. 
Do you want to get bagels after this? No, I absolutely do not want to get dry bagels after this. Do you want to get donuts? Yeah, I get donuts, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, how about a savoury donut? Okay, well, what kind of savoury donut? Do, uh, what does it have in it? It's over in Bethnal Green, has kind of cream cheese. Oh, my God. Has... <laughs> you going to get bagels? Uh, might. I thought you said you'd never go back there again. We said it wasn't worth to travel out there. I said I said I wouldn't go out of my way to go there. Well, you're heading over to Bethlehem Green anyway. Yeah, to get bagels. So, okay, donut-shaped objects, right? Dal was certain that this would be the strangest experience of his life. That was until a few days after the publication of his sighting when two unusual individuals dressed entirely in black came to his door asking to discuss the incident. They were insistent that he'd not seen any such craft and it was instead debris which had been misidentified. Oh, come off it. Debris. Mm. The man saw giant donuts. Even Oh, I would say, even if he saw debris, like, what's the debris from? Yeah, why is it flying across the lake? Yeah. He was told it would be in his best interest to stop talking about what he had seen or potentially face repercussions. Thus, Harold Dahl had experienced one of the earliest known interactions with the mysterious men in black. Do you think there's any fear that this might happen to us? Because, you know, with our world US government, do you think that they could knock on the door? I think that they're sending a lot of these stern-faced people to our gigs. Do you think? Is that why no one's laughing? Yeah, I think they're sabotaging our gigs. They're sending these lads... You know, we see them out there, you know... Except these people are probably dressed... In plain clothes, just normal clothes to kind mm. of camouflage in. Yeah. And they just sit there the whole time, not laughing at us. So we're being visited by men in normal. And they're really trying to undermine our, our career. <laughs> they're doing a fantastic job of it so far, man. <laughs> the, maybe there's some men in black listening to this. There, I've, I would say that there's definitely, if a new podcast pops up and it's about unexplained stuff, there's definitely some CIA operatives coming in having a listen. I'd love... What What else would they do day to day? Like, they're going to be caught for stuff to, to do. I'd love to be on their list. I don't want to be on their list. That would be so cool. I want to live in America at some point, so I don't want to be on their list. Why do you want to live in America? You've never even been to America. Why are you sneering at it? Yeah, I've never been because I know I don't want to go. You don't like it. Yeah. I don't care. Why try new things when you know you're at it? This is like when people told me to read the Harry Potter books and I was like, no, they're No, shit. it's not. It's completely different. No. It's, it's completely a- different. One of them is a, is a country and one of yeah. them is a book. Name me... Okay, go on then. Name me one good thing that's ever come out of America. Massive portions in their meals. Massive portions. Yeah. Not, not from Giant me. Mr. Freezes. Not what? Yeah. A meter long Mr. Freezes. Where, where do they have those? Well, they're actually not meter long. They're yardsticks. They have them everywhere. You have them on the corners. People handing them out. Would you not like that? Their desserts are, are, are like unbelievable. Sure, in Europe and like Italy and stuff, you know, they're like, oh, this is our little dessert and it's lovely and it costs like six billion euros. But over there, it's like, do you want a fucking heart attack after having your dessert? I say, like, yes, please. I've heard, and you can tell me if this is true or not, that they have a factory just for producing cheesecakes. Is this yes, correct? they do. That's cheesecake factory in Boston. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll have a think about it. Listen, if we get successful enough, we'll go on tour there. I'd fucking love that. It'd be great. And I'll, and I'll come out... Imagine of- all the spooky places we could go to. Oh, actually, I was thinking about this. We need to... I meant to mention it in the Loch Ness one. We need to put a few pins in the map for places that we're going to take trips to. And also, we're taking a trip to 2 North Down on the 28th of August if you want to come see us do a comedy gig. And I do want to say hello to our Patreons. 
um, Megas and Alva, who are on the tier where they get a little shout out for themselves. Yeah. So thanks very much for supporting us. And eventually, eventually we'll figure out a way to to always do that at the same time yeah. <laughs> in the episode. Yeah. Another famous Men in Black visitation, Dennis, occurred to one Shirley Greenfield shortly after she experienced what she believed to be an alien abduction. The men appeared at her door nine days after the abduction. They demanded to speak with Shirley and refused to leave until she'd allowed them to interview her. She found they behaved incredibly eccentrically, referring to each other only as commander and refusing to divulge who had sent them. Yet Shirley found they held odd sway over her. They also produced an opaque rectangle which they claimed was their recorder that they placed on the table although Shirley had never seen anything like it before and it did not appear to require any tapes in order to record their meeting. So you think this was just like a shape they were just trying to freak her out with? No, I think it was alien technology. Oh, sorry. No, I... Sorry? I, I think it was advanced. Sorry, it was advanced technology. Is that one of the theories coming up? That these boys are working <laughs> with the aliens so they can make MP3 players? No, no. I just think I just think it was advanced technology. That's all I'm saying. Mm, I don't know. Are you, are you saying MP3 players and stuff so are connected to aliens? Actually... Are we capable of doing anything? Like, Can well, we fucking do anything? So first of all, no, we're not. Secondly, you're joking, right? But there is a theory that all of our advancements in, like, media all come from Roswell, from the Roswell crash. Is there any stuff that aliens are not responsible for? So agriculture, ancient aliens. Potentially, yes, yeah. Potentially. Why are you putting it potentially? But, so, yeah, like, the birth of civilization, aliens. Like, Mm -hmm. what would we be doing if the aliens weren't around? Just knocking our heads against walls, like. I would say, if I was thinking of a few inventions that aliens don't have, have sway over, um, I would say teapots. teapots okay. Uh, Saucers, they definitely did. Yeah, they, they did have an impact on that. I would say air fryers, aliens, toasters, aliens. No, actually, no, I think toasters, I would give, I'd give toasts. Why? What? There's no way. It looks like a toaster even sounds like an alien device. No, no, because we have toasters... Uh, from back in the day when oh from like from egyptian like, times uh no i would say from about like let's say 1000 ad definitely we have toasters where you you just put a you you'd put like stuff between two metal grates and you'd hold them over a fire sounds like advanced technology to me well no well, where did we learn that well no here's the question i think we we invented that but the question is did aliens give us fire so do they get an assist on it you thought that they just put a rectangle on the table. Yeah, just to throw her off. But no, you went straight to alien tech. Well, yeah, I accidentally said alien tech. That's not necessarily what I think, but advanced technology for the time. Well, I think it's more likely that this is just to throw her off and freak her out and that there's actually a recorder inside in their bag. Like, it's like the, you know, the German Stasi. And what they used to do was like, they, they actually used to do degrees. You could do a degree on like psychologically fucking people up. So you go to university for it and be like a secret agent going around the place. And then you'd go into... You're laughing at me, but this is true. No, I believe it. I'm thinking that sounds class. Uh, well, it's not because it like, you know, ended up with loads of people being killed and like, you know, messing up their lives. But what they used to do was... <laughs> what they used to do is they'd go into your house and they'd open up like the top drawer. And if you kept your socks on the left, they'd change them to be on the right. 
and then they'd close the drawer and make it look like no one had entered the house. So then you'd come in and you'd open up the drawer and you'd be certain that your socks were always on the left but now they're on the right. So then you start freaking out, that's getting paranoid that things are happening to you. And then if you started like maybe saying that to the neighbours, then the neighbours would rat on you. I would have been unreal back then because I would never have noticed that they were in my house. Oh, no, you would. Because you've holes in your t-shirt. What if you put on your t-shirt and it's there's no hole in it? Dennis, I think we both know that I would have gone, unreal aliens have fixed my t-shirt. <laughs> it's alien tech. Yeah, alien tech has it's fixed stitched, my t-shirt. It's stitched and it says the Germans were here. Yeah. I'm surprised that in the Shirley Greenfield story that you didn't pay any attention to the fact that she was abducted by aliens. That's not... It honestly passed me by. That passed you it by. It passed me by because I didn't want to take the... I didn't want to take us off focus okay. on Men in Black stuff. Okay. Well, when they when they met Shirley, after they put the recorder down, they demanded to know everything about the abduction and in particular pressed Shirley on whether any physical evidence remained from the event. This is the only area where Shirley withheld the truth, reluctant to tell them about the marks on her upper arms. However, this would prove to be a mistake, as she was badgered by calls from them daily after the initial visit, continually asking her to reaffirm that there was no physical evidence, until eventually she gave in. Upon hearing that there was indeed physical evidence, the being on the phone let out... The what? The, the being... The man... The being. Are we are we doing beings in black or are we doing the man? The are be- you saying no that the men in black are aliens? Well, are you not a being? Yeah, I am a being. But why did you choose that word? Oh, just just wanted to spice it up. All right, no reason. You're just putting in a different word. Then. Yeah, I just thought I just thought you know I'll use I'll, I'll use a gender neutral term for for once. Are there um are there women in black? That's a good question. There surely is. Why would they not have? I women think in there black? are now. There are no, they weren't back but they then. They weren't back then. I, why wouldn't they use them back then? That'd be crazy. Even if they were like you know sexist, horrible people, you definitely get a couple of a couple of women in there come in and go. You know, oh, you didn't, you didn't see that at all, or else go angry and go, you fucker. <laughs> no, no, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think that makes sense. I, I think that they would use men mm. because I, I think that it would be more. You'd be more likely to. Mm. <laughs> What are you going to say? I'll go on, continue. I think you'd be more likely to remember what was going on if there was a woman there. What? Yeah. What do you, can you, can you elaborate? I think that you, because it would be such a surprising event back then in like the 60s and stuff. Oh, I thought you meant it'd be like a surprising event for you if a woman turned up. No. Asking questions. No, no, that happens every day. So I think, I think that actually if they saw a woman back then as like coming as one of these one of these dressed all in black in a black suit, they'd go, what the hell? It would just... Se- it would What's set going them- on here? Yeah, it would set them off from the... All right, the so town. you're now saying that there was never any women in black up to what point? Uh, 2009. 2009? Yeah. They, not even in the 2000s? Yeah, because they are a bit behind in the times. Yeah. I don't... Actually, there is no women in black. None, really? Yeah, I've never... Because I'm just thinking... you never come across any? No, I'm hedging Have you my- come across any men in black? Uh, yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, when? When? When uh, reviewing these sightings. And they never mentioned any women working? No, That's, no. Why, why not? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. No, it does. It might, later. So, uh, eventually, she gave in and she told them on the phone that, that she, when she was talking to the being on the phone and when she was saying to the being that she actually did have physical evidence the being let out a sigh of relief 
and told Shirley she should not tell anyone else about her encounter or their subsequent interaction. And she never heard from them again. So wait, why did they not care after she told them? Because they they just wanted confirmation of this. And why would that be a relief? And why would they never contact her ever again? That's what's so unusual about it. The archetypal men in black encounter has several hallmarks. The men are always dressed in black suits, often with tinted glasses. They travel mostly in pairs and often in nondescript black cars or black helicopters. They're often described as looking inhuman or unfamiliar. Being abnormally tall and on occasion individuals swear they've noticed a distinct lack of fingernails. They speak English but with an indistinguishable accent and perhaps most chilling of all seem to sometimes communicate with each other without ever moving their lips. Wait, how do they know they're communicating with each other if they don't move their lips? Like how can they confirm that they're communicating with each other? Uh, They can just tell. How? It's like they they're it's like one person's talking about one thing and then the other person is able to continue the conversation without Oh, you mean having a conversation? No, no, it's like kind of more I'll, I'm trying to think of a good example of But you can't. <laughs> no, no I can't. It's as if I'm saying, it's as if I'm saying, okay, you know, what we're just going to do now is we're going to and then I look at you and then you go put down the recorder and then you put down the recorder you knew what i was thinking so you're saying that if we did an interview a thousand times because this is our job that we'd probably build up a little bit of an intuition because we know what's coming next because it's all set up and prepared not in this sort of way not in this right you can't just say not in this sort of way when i'm giving you a valid no okay okay another scenario another scenario people sometimes people being interviewed by them they claim that they are telepathically communicating with them Okay, so now you've just opted to just get rid of all the stuff I've said. No, I'm you've, not. All the time you do this. No, this was here the whole time. Here where? Where was it? It was It was in the mythos the whole time. The mythos? The mythos, yeah. Okay, so the myth. No, no, sorry. The, it was in the truthos. <laughs> the truthos. It, it was in the truthos the whole time. All right, so Raj, look, I know where you're going with this, right? You're going to say these guys are aliens. No, no. What I was going to say, Dennis, is that some claim men in black can even read minds... Like I said, you see, it was, it was in the truth horse. Whether they're going... But wait, but no, I'm sorry, I have to stop you here, right? You always do this. I'm talking about, like, I just, I gave you reasons as as to one of those things being bullshit. And then you said that they can telepathically communicate with the the other people. Yes. So, like, which is it? Are you saying they're telepathically communicating? So, is that that what you're saying? I'm saying sometimes they do. It seems like they're doing that. All right, Grant. And and there's no intuition. Like, there's no normal stuff happening here. It's all telepathic communication. Yeah, all telepathic communication. No, sorry. Sometimes it's it's everything, yeah. It's everything. It's everything, yeah. Whether they are government enforcers sent to intimidate those that have seen something that they shouldn't have or something more otherworldly. Nobody knows. I bet they don't. Yeah. How would you ever figure it out? So what what do you think of the Men in Black theory so far? I think Men in Black theory is is good. I've, the only problem I have with this particular episode, for some reason, is that you're hanging on to theories that are coming up later and you're refusing <laughs> to reason with the stuff that I'm bringing up. So I, you're saying they're aliens. Like, that's definitely coming up. They have no fingernails for some reason. Um, they can't just be doing that for a laugh. They, I don't know. So maybe some people are born without fingernails. 
And, and that's the only people they pick? Maybe. Are they test tube kind of created beings? Is that what you're saying? It's a good question. Uh, so theory number one. Theory number one. They're government officials. They're like G-men. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're intentionally designed to be eccentric, to act really weird. It kind of goes into your thing of putting the box on the table. Like they're, they're willing to act very strange. Uh, intentionally, they do things like maybe shave off their eyebrows to make them look even more strange. And the idea is that they're here to make your story less believable. They do things that, that or even in the phone calls, like they act eccentrically just to freak you out. If I told you I met someone and had no eyebrows, would you believe me? Yeah, definitely. So why is that crazy? Oh, so, no, actually. Uh, but if they, if they were in a black suit... <laughs> right, how did you fall into that? Are you even listening? If they were in a black suit... <laughs> if they were in a black suit, I'd have questions. I like this theory. I think this is the most plausible theory. Well, Frust- yeah, frustratingly, the- you don't want this theory. You haven't heard the other ones yet. I know, but the other ones are going to be like, oh, they're fridges and stuff and all this nonsense. But no. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's really, really cool that you would come in and you would make these people think that they're crazy. And then if you had any, like, let's say, ships or weapons or whatever you were testing in the area, then these people would just seem mad or else just wouldn't come forward with any of it because they'd obviously... Especially in, in more, um, I suppose, rural places, there'd be a little bit more stigma attached to you saying crazy shit. I th- I, you're wrong. I, I think this theory is strong. I think the government theory is, is very good. I was this even, is your favorite one? No. So, uh, so, so I, this, isn't my, this, this isn't my favorite theory, but it's still one of my favorite theories. Okay. Do you think that this is second most plausible theory so in the line of the theories we're going to get? Yeah, for me, I would say... And how many theories are there? And there are not two, are there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's there's four theories. All right, okay. I've just realized I started doing this one wrong. Why? What's wrong with this one? So this Don't uh, forget that I said the word PSYOP. Okay. This one is just a general... This, what this is, actually, is a government official. This isn't my favorite one, no. I've confused myself. Okay. This is a government official coming... And it's the people, because they're still spooked out from the residual event. This is the person just taking the plain, normal event totally the wrong way. Wouldn't it be so bad if the person coming just happened to have no eyebrows? Yeah, yeah. And then he was accused of, like, psyops when the poor man just has no eyebrows. And he this just, is the only job he can get. He just has alopecia. Yeah. And, and this, he happens to have been doing this job since the 60s. And everyone who meets him goes, "Oh my god!" But that's why he's that's why he's put into this because there's so like st- there's so much stigma around like him having no eyebrows that this is the only job he can get, and this is the one they're like, "Oh, will you just go down there and investigate that alien thing, please?" But he's yeah. just a little bit strange from not having any social interactions. And then he calls them back up because he he's worried he forgot something on, <laughs> on the documentation. So that's why he was relieved. He goes, "Oh, thank God, thank God." <laughs> They said there has to be some physical marks. I have to write it down. Yeah, honestly, it's much better for my report if we can <laughs> if we can write this down. Uh, oh, so- maybe he's like the guy in if you've seen Mad Men. Uh, that guy was constantly trying to get the TV department up and running, and they keep telling him it's a lot of crap. And this guy's trying to get his department going, and that's the reason that his reports are saying, "Oh, look, will you will you just say you heard an alien? Please, just say you heard an alien. They're going to close me down next week." I need funding. <laughs> I just need, honestly, just to, I'm trying to get a raise this year. If I can just pick up one or two UFOs. <laughs> They've got me in the basement. I, okay, that, that theory, to me, not very plausible. 
All right, so the theory is that the people are just freaking themselves out nearly, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And the government are honestly just doing their job, just reporting it. Maybe part of it is they didn't expect the government to turn up. That would be kind of scary. Like, if you saw something, you said it to someone or reported it in a local newspaper, and regardless of whether they were there to freak you out or not, they turned up like that. That'd be scary. But if the government just turn up and investigate you? Yeah. I, you know, on the Men in Black as well, the way they wear black clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. What were the government of the time driving around in and... Mm, uh, uh, <laughs> what was their dress code like i think they used to drive around in very brightly covered chevys <laughs> cadillacs yeah uh and then and then they would wear like kind of paisley i think mostly paisley paisley, yeah. paisley. paisley and drive around in yellow cabs <laughs> yeah yeah i think so that's... they weren't similar to the men in black what they're being described as mm, uh hard to say but but i'll say no not exactly okay. they, they would have been wearing gray they would have been gray men g-men they would have been in grey. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just wondering. I don't know. So, yeah, grey men then. They're wearing grey suits and these boys were wearing black suits. So, they this know the a, difference. Yeah, this is a whole shade darker than this. Do you think that that's something that people would pick up on? Like, that that would freak them out that they were wearing black suits? I think by itself, maybe not. But with everything else going on, I think that would that would probably freak you out you know there's there's different things about uh, cars that freak me out like you know when you're driving and if a car looks a certain way in your rearview mirror you can kind of maybe think that it's like evil or aggressive you know the way some cars look friendlier than other cars yeah i can get like you're saying the mini coopers with the eyelashes yeah like they look like friendly just having a laugh might help you in a like an adventure or rescue a child or something yeah yeah and then you've got like a big kind of you know sharp angled car and that looks scary. And, it's, and you, you put it, that personality into the car and you're like, oh, they're trying to run me off the road when they might not be doing anything. The one, like you're talking about the ones that around Christmas time have the, have the little Rudolph nose in, in the front and, and have the two antlers either. Yeah, side. and horns up the back. Yeah, yeah. Like that would scare anyone. But I'm just thinking if like if one of those big old American cars drove down there, you know, uh, what are those cars actually? Yeah, I, I, like, I would say in my head, Cadillacs, but I really don't know. Okay, if they if they drove down there, like that would be kind of scary. You know the way they slowly drive everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. You would you would probably think, okay, what the fuck is this car doing here? Well, I think as well that you associate people in black suits as like bad events, like kind of funerals and stuff. You know, mm. like that kind. Of, it is when you think about it, it is actually quite uncommon to see somebody dressed in like an entirely black suit and like black tie and and white shirt like he it's like a paul bearer type mm. type thing so well, I, it would freak you out i think no i no i i agree with you I, I do think it would be kind of freaky i was just wondering what the dress code of the time was with other like um agents and stuff police department will soon be sporting a new look the city council approving today funding to buy new uniform new uniforms for its officers the new black, uniforms black, are black, replace black. the current can replace the current Second theory, I think you'll find this one interesting. Second theory is that they are, in fact, cryptids. Men in black are their own type of creature. That's terrible. What do you mean? Why are you, are you, were you short theories? No, that's a real theory. And what, what's the deal with them then? Like, why are they bothering? Why are they coming along doing investigations if they're basically Bigfoot? They're cryptids. They're cryptids that are attracted to paranormal activity. And they get all dressed up and wear suits to go interview people. It's actually more, it's more complicated than that. Okay. Okay, one, one example is that they just look like that. Mm-hmm. that like, that's actually skin and stuff. The Wait, other, what? 
The yeah. suits are skin. Yeah. How would they evolve into having skin suits? We don't know. <laughs> oh, God. That's why they're cryptid. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure that we out. We actually don't know. Uh, but the thing, the thing that, uh, the other theory around them that I find very interesting in like the cryptid world, and I have to say, even in, in like the, the Men in Black story, this is really, this is very fringe. Like I've more seen this on boards. I can't say that I've gotten this from any books I've read or anything like that. They're beings that don't look the way we perceive them, that they're projecting that with telepathic energy. Oh, okay. All right. And, and it's coming across a little bit weird. So yeah. It's not, like, it's not like on point and they forgot to do fingernails. Yeah, yeah. So th- they're like doing their best to manipulate our minds. Yeah. So- I Well, I think the first theory is actually quite cool and maybe even close to that though. Then as well, you know, with the suits, like let's say it's more of a biological thing rather than a telepathic like you know it could be like chameleons okay okay you know, yeah, where yeah. They're, they're just like transposing what we look like but kind of making an odd job of it they're getting it a bit wrong is yeah what saying. but yeah. then the, the only thing is i guess the telepathic is probably more believable because that's like th- that's going to have texture and stuff whereas mm. the other thing is not and, and this is also there this is also why a lot of them are look so similar because they're all like projecting similar telepathic Image. They just did one design, pretty much. Well, no, I would say that what's happening is in your brain, right, they're projecting their telepathy into your brain to try and make you think about a man in black. But obviously, if two different creatures are doing that same thing, they're manipulating the same parts of your mind. Mm. So you're actually the person who's thinking. You're, oh, you're making it more believable for yourself. Yeah. And you're giving them their own faces and stuff. Yeah. What if your brain was just a little bit weird and you gave one guy like a crocodile head and you're just like, oh, well, to my knowledge, that's never happened. But yeah. I, I guess it's not outside the realms of possibility. Yeah. If you do, if you got it wrong, like if your brain just didn't handle it very well. I think I'd handle it well. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. You just get two spot on. Men two spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith and the other lad. Yeah. What is the other guy's name? It's it's J and K. Oh, no. You're no, talking like, re- like actor wise. Um, I know that in when they did the younger one, he was played by Josh Brolin. Yeah. But I know that's not who you're talking about. You're no, talking about the guy who played Two Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the best Batman. Fuck. What that was some cast it? of characters in that Batman. Holy God. They used to. They hated each other as well. Apparently, Jim Carrey and and this guy. Oh really? How do we not know his name? Ah. Well, look it up. No, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve looking it up. What do you? I, I think his name is like close to Henry Conker. Like that's kind of the noises I have, and that's not even a joke. No, let me hold on. I'm going to access my memory banks. Okay. Are you ready for this? Because mm-hmm. we, we can't rely on Big Brain again. No, we have to be professional. So I, I'm accessing my... I think he has like a triple barrel name, but I'm, I'm accessing my memory banks. Hang on. Anthony Warhol Thompson? Who? Anthony War- Warhol Thompson? No, it's not him. No, he's well, what, what if chef. we just... What, uh, he has a pretty normal name. So if we just go like David, Barry, Tom... Yes. Tom? That sounds... Tom. Tommy Lee Jones. That's it? Is that him? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we got Unbelievable. it. We got it. Three oh. names in. Fucking hell. Very good. Oh my God. <laughs> Academy Award winner. I can't remember. I need to talk to you. So, cryptid. What do you think of the cryptids? I think the cryptid thing is quite cool. We just need an explanation, if you can give it to us, of why they're doing it. Like, they're attracted to 
the alien activity, but why are they carrying out interviews with people? They're psychically feeding off the fear. Okay. So, but in the same, like, breath then, they could just go and, like, meet someone who's just been in a car accident and interview them. There's something special about the supernatural sphere. Do you think that's, like, the... Oh, I don't know, like talking about donuts earlier, you know, you got your nice, like normal donut, a little bit of uh, frosted stuff, in it, and then there's like one pumped full of cream. Yes, and that's the, that's that the cream donut. This is the Boston cream. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I think that's quite interesting. I'd just love to know why they're doing it. Like, you know, are they getting it? Is there some sort of life force they're dependent on that they get from it? It just, I think, I think it's a bit shaky. It's a bit shaky, but I, I do like that they. Basically, the theory is they just, they just love doing it. Yeah, they love doing it. It's like their passion. <laughs> it's their passion. Yeah, it's their passion. What know? do they do for the rest? What do they do other than that? don't know. I, I think it's a bit like what we were talking about the other day where, um, do you know, like when a crocodile eats a deer? Yeah. Where they can survive off it for ages. And are we saying then that they're quite organized? Like that it's a, an organized group? Because if they're like, oh, there's alien activity, uh, let's say, in Dublin... And there's like 20 of them up there. And it's like, whoa, whoa, lads, only two can go. It's you, mm. it's you and James, you know? I don't know. I, in this one, I think that they're, they're kind of... In this one, it's in the realm of the uncanny. So I don't think it's that organized. I think it's just that th- that's what they do. I just, yeah, I just mean them as, as, as whatever they are, as beings. Like, you know, are they territorial? You know, like this one guy have Utah. The other guy has... Or like another pairing has Oregon. No, and they're I, like swans in the state together. You, I think you could be right about... In terms of like... So in that big area, like in Ireland, I would say there's probably only two in Ireland. Yes, they take care of all of Ireland, but they don't all meet up at like a World's Fair at the end of the year. No, they're just incredibly, they're just incredibly rare. Okay. You know, as these cryptids, as cryptids so often are. Mm. And do you think then that they were alive just as long as humans? Or do you think that they like developed at some point? Because if, you know, if these guys rely on alien activity... Mm-hmm. then you know how long are they around for and why did they why are they here yeah i think that they've been around forever as long as aliens have been around since the dawn of time basically since the dawn of humanity let's say okay and they, they might have evolved around the same time and and back in let's say ancient egypt after like an abduction they turn up dressed in like black egyptian clothes (laughs) well did did i have to dress in black egyptian clothes well i'm just saying to be uh, like just they would dress in the authoritative clothing okay yeah 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 which i don't know what that would be no it would be like one of those little skirts i think oh nice yeah skirts big headdress yeah actually maybe i'm just thinking of the the gaul from stargate okay so one more question for you right i want you to answer this honestly go on if you we're wearing jean shorts. Yes. Okay. And would you have your arse out the end of them? Me, personally. Mm. No, I wouldn't. Because I see, I see people wearing jean shorts. More power to them. Got yeah. a little, what do they call it? Like a... Ass cleavage. Uh, is that it? I was always wondering what it is. But it got a little bit of ass cleavage on it, you know, and they're strutting around enjoying the summer and stuff. Don't know what I have the confidence to have my arse out a little bit. I was just wondering if you would. I thought you probably would. I, listen... I'd have the confidence, but I don't want to give away the show for free. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're dead right, man. Yeah. Dead right. You got to charge that circus. I, I charge for that. Listen, once the OnlyFans is up and running. Yeah. Why am I giving this away for free? I just thought it'd be a nice little advert when you're out there walking around. Yeah, uh, I could have only on one cheek and fans on the other. <laughs> and they do it the wrong way around, so it's fans only. <laughs> still works though yeah i know it actually works better yeah yeah uh okay so the second last second last theory this is the one i fucked up earlier is the idea of it being a psyop yeah all right so they're deliberately going down there to be weird yeah and just to mess with people's heads i think that's really believable i think that's actually so believable even if the government don't think it's aliens or even if they're not involved that they just go down here they debunk this stuff it creates less hassle for them do you know what I mean? Like, even if they were like, it, I'm probably giving the government way too much credit in having this theory, but like that they would go down and they would say, oh, look, like we can't be putting up with this. It's too much manpower. This stuff happens all the time. We don't want to create hysteria. So let's go down and just like debunk it. debunk it. You know, freak them out. Do this. Go home. Job done. Yeah. Like I said to you, this is one of, for me, this is quite a believable theory. Second most believable mm. one. It's. Uh, I, but you can see the angle I'm going with. That's not exactly. They're not doing it so to cover up like anything crazy it's just to stop this stuff from it's just a way of handling it yeah yeah they they could be doing it for you know special military operations and that they they're this is the way they cover it up is the person has misidentified it as an alien it's actually the reverse of what you're talking about i guess the person has misidentified it as a ufo they send these guys down to double them down on that theory as like a form of misinformation all right, so they they can go down then as well and say kind of allude that it's aliens to get away from the weapons. Yeah, and that they're trying to freak the people out. So this is one of your favorite theories, though, isn't it? Yes. So you're saying that it's not, so it's not alien related then? No, I'm saying that they can also do it for aliens. Okay. Where do you think the advanced military technology is coming? They've from? got a big toolbox. Yeah. And how do you think people get these jobs? Like, how would I, as let's say I'm 16 year old, then I'm filling in my farms or something for jobs right and i'm like okay cool i want to work with the you have to work with the cia first i assume you get a job out of college into the cia probably yeah yeah you go in work with the cia and then they're like uh they put up a thing on their bulletin board a uh, new looking, position available look, looking for freaks yeah looking for freaks do you <laughs> can't say the next thing um looking uh, for freaks just leave it at that yeah yeah because right? we're going to insult everyone with any line we put in after that um Look, for real weirdos, would you be interested, you know, travel included? Do you know what I mean? Like, how the fuck do they, do they, do you select people to do this job? I, like, there has to be people out there coming home every day after doing it. I can tell you, right, that I've worked in IT for a number of years, and there's no shortage of these people out there. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I, I, the staffing concerns for me are not... Uh, you're, you're saying there's plenty of them out there. I'm saying, I'm saying if they're looking for a recruiter in this area... Get on to me. I, I can start them out with a few. Or even in comedy. Yeah. I think that we, like, I think the two of them together, like, you, you just, you'd have enough people to staff the whole country. Imagine if we were recruited by CIA and they yeah. said, we want, again, oh no, we want you to go up to this place and investigate this alien thing and talk to the people who are involved. Mm-hmm. And then we're driving along and we're like, my God, it's unreal. We're CIA agents. And then pause. We're weirdos. <laughs> And then you realise we're weirdos. Do you think we're the weirdos? And you look over at me as I'm shaving my eyebrow off. (laughs) And I go, no, I don't think so. I'm pulling my own fingernails. (laughs) I'm like saying, they told us we don't have to do that. (laughs) I just thought it would look good. 
the Joe you know would be good actually if the Men in Black had asked the straps. Why? Because then they come in. That would be scary. The whole time, the whole time, you were like on edge, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like these government officials are talking to me, and then just as they're leaving, like as a little misinformation campaign, they just have asked this chaps on. <laughs> I think, I think, even by your or by their standards, your actions would be like, "Raj, calm, calm down. down." It's you're, a bit too eccentric. <laughs> it's like we got a report in here that your your suit doesn't have any ass in it, and he left ten Mister Freezes and the. Do you know uh, what I'm going to show you after the podcast? Not, I have something to show you at the end of this podcast mm-hmm. as well. But what I'm going to show you after the podcast... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The, what I'm going to show you after the podcast is the, the X-Files have an episode about Men in Black. Oh, cool. And about people recounting their stories. And I'm going to show you that clip because I think it best describes this idea of how, how unfaithful a narrative seems when you start talking about somebody doing eccentric things mm. while while interviewing you. So as a result, it, it like falsifies your story, makes you an un, an unreliable witness because you're telling a story about, oh yeah, no, the government, yeah, I, this is how true it is. The government the, came to talk to me after. The depressing thing about all of this stuff. Oh, where is that? Oh, you need to, it's your alarm are off. Do you need to take the pill? <laughs> yeah, I do. I've actually changed pills. Have you, yeah? Yeah, I've changed pills. Uh, no. <laughs> so the depressing thing about all of that, right, is it just goes back to this thing of the, the baddies always win. Like, mm, it's yeah. so easy to leverage the fight for the baddies. Like, that, that's, such a, that's such a clever thing to do, where you just completely ruin the person's statement by acting weird, because people will, like, it's so easy, because people will be like, well, a government agent would never act weird, so you must be strange. Yeah. And it's so funny that we just have these things of like, well, the police will always do this. You know, like the government will always do this. Yeah, they don't believe it. Yeah, And we just take it, we take it wholesale. And we would never, ever have it in our heads. Even though like there are people out there who murder people, we would never have it in our heads that like, oh yeah, maybe they could do that. Yeah, they just go, no, no. No, they never do that. Because they have have to hang on to that because that's their structures in society. And if we don't have them, then... Which we don't. Like, we do not have them. I was reading an article yesterday about people, uh, mega yachts, in the last couple of years. There's been more more sales of mega yachts and giga yachts in, like, the last couple of years than any other time before. What's the story with a giga yacht? Is that just more upload speed, is it? Oh, way faster. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Final theory is that um, I let it slip earlier. The men in black themselves are aliens. I think this is the most fascinating one. Okay. And I'm really interested to hear how this all connects. Okay, so the men in black, they are aliens. They're, they're alien beings. They're either wearing flesh suits, some people think. You know, wearing something to make them look human. They're, you, you teased on it earlier. They're genetically engineered beings. Um, a lot of people think that, that aliens, like the greys and stuff like that, that they use like... Uh, like biomech technology so that these are actually like kind of flesh robots well this is in men in black like isn't it in the movies like there's 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 one guy that's just controlling a fella inside his head like a small little alien inside his head yeah so that's they're basically like that type of thing so as a result they're, they're weird you know they're 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 a bit off and they're being sent again to gather information they actually want to know how humans observe these alien uh, encounters also they're in cahoots with the u.s government and are they controlling the u.s government like are they the bosses are they saying we're going out doing this or are the government after 
you know, kind of found a few crashed aliens or whatever and now they're using them? I would say, no, no, it, it's it's more along the lines of they're, they're intertwined. The US government and and the let's say like the galactic senate or like just some some like body of ufos of aliens they're intertwined they've infiltrated the u.s government and they're controlling everything would they ever have kind of like wacky situations kind of sitcom-esque stuff where they send out one alien and one grumpy old human oh gee you're joking me i i wrote that down yesterday that that i think that would be an unreal premise i th- i actually thought that would be better than men in black the, the tv show is the thing the, is the thing you wrote down do you have it dated somewhere uh yeah it's in my notes it's a okay yeah. all right well look i'm happy to go 60 40 on it <laughs> you get 40 i get 60 <laughs> i i think that would be a way better dynamic like you you've the like let's say not the molder but like the kind of mm. the the typical fbi guy and he's being paired up with the with the weird alien so they're going to interview these people after they see like alien abductions and stuff like that. And that alien doesn't know how to interact. No, no. He's new as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like, honestly, it's like a piss out of water story. Yeah, it is. And he's, he's just fucking up everything. But then everyone, at the end, everyone always says the other guy is weirder. Yeah. The human guy is the weirder guy. Well, of course, where this could go as well with yeah. this show, right, is that the human guy is an alien at the end. Mm. oh he is also an alien he's also an alien but he's actually been denying it for so long that he's pretending he's human and mm. that guy shows him that it's okay to be an alien i no, i think what you actually do i i get what i get what you're that doing lovely no no yeah but i hate that they they no i think here's what you do season two they go off world and you flip the dynamics. No, no, no. Yeah, yes. No. You could, Dennis, we can just reuse all the episodes what from season What happens in one. season three? Back to Earth. Season three? Back to Earth, and they're no. really unsure. Season, yeah, well, either that or a different planet. Uh, well, I, no, look, to be honest, what about one episode where they go off-world? Like a kind of a park episode, you know, or like a, uh, what do you call bottle it? bottle episode or? No, not a bottle no. episode. Do you know, it's like a shit episode where actually nothing develops in the series. But it's just like they go off and do something else. Just like a, an upside down type episode. Yeah, like yeah. A, a flipper. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, okay, I'll be up for that. Teasing that as like a spin-off. And the alien should be called Wally E. Jones. Uh, no, I'm not. No, That's no. a great name. No, no. I, I don't. Listen. The, what would you call him then? Uh, I'd call him... Okay, fine. We'll go with that. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> the, it, so the alien theory... How how are you feeling about it? I like the alien theory, but again, I just, I'm unsure about why they're sending out the aliens. Because they want to gather information and they don't want, they don't want it to get out that they're here. They fucked up the aliens. So, but they don't want the, like, as in, why not just send two agents down there, two CIA agents, just do the investigation? I assume, like, there has to be a good number of people that know about the aliens. Not as many as you'd think. How many approximately, do you think? Uh, Probably a hundred. Would you have enough aliens to go out and do the investigations? Yeah, yeah, you would, yeah. How many aliens do you think they have? Uh, they have 40. <laughs> 40? That's not that many, though. No. That's, but, o- that's only 20 investigations that they can do, like, any one day. Yeah. Yeah, but they have to take time off and they have to do other stuff. No, no. Aliens travel. Don't, a- aliens don't do time off. They travel really quickly in the black helicopters. Okay. That's part of the, of the truth of it all. Truth toss. Yeah. That, that word has just come around today. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I tell you, it's going to make another appearance. I like the alien thing, but I just think that they could probably do the same with agents. So, But the idea is, how about this, though? Is Another part of it is that the aliens aren't interacting with the US government. 
they're just doing their own thing. They're not actually part of the US. Like, they, they haven't infiltrated the government, all that. These are just aliens sitting down, human-like. Their best approximation of a human to come and gather information themselves. It's so, so that, similar to the cryptid theory, except these guys are just aliens. So. Yeah. So they can. So this way they can figure out, like, oh, we know we messed up. Our cloaking devices went off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, cool. Yeah. So it's like a post-interview. Just like, how did we do? Yeah, they're trying to figure out, you know, did the, did the aliens catch... That's know? why the guy was relieved, because it was like, oh, you know, was there any marks? Was there any marks? Yeah, there was marks. And then they're like, oh, my God, it's fine. He passed. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. He did it right. Yeah. The, here's the it other, might have been his son. Here's another branch to this, though. Is also that they're a competing race of aliens. And that they're like, they're an external, let's say, galactic body who come down and investigate on Earth, not just Earth, like other planets with intelligent life as well. They come down to investigate when UFOs, when like aliens have breached. That's the, the best theory. You think so? Yeah. That's actually the most believable because it's the most boring. What do you mean it's the most boring? Like, as in, in a way, like, it's a, it's a cool theory to hear, yeah. but I just mean overall, that's the most boring. Like, as in, in terms of, these are, there's nothing cool about this. They're just coming down because there's been a breach and we need, or else, uh, it's like auditors. They could just be alien auditors. Yeah, no, no, that is what they are. They're yeah. coming down and they're saying, look, we just want to interview and see how that abduction went, um, see if they were all above board and they carried out everything. And like, like as in, it doesn't have, it doesn't just have to happen because there's been a, a breach in the law of the galactic law it's just like well you know we have to drop in and make sure that these are going okay yeah yeah i actually i actually think that's the most believable. You're on board for that yeah. it's probably the most disappointing for most people <laughs> but i think yeah that if you can explain away something with like boring admin that's what it is it's usually true then yeah, yeah. there's the, definitely a brilliant show on that as well yeah no i think there's a good show on that the uh before before we uh before we head off there two things for you one dan Aykroyd, your friend of mine dan Aykroyd. He believes that he's interacted with Men in Black. Off the back of what? Off the back of, he had a TV show. I think it was called It's Out There. The premise of it is, it was dramatized versions of real life unexplained cases that somebody had leaked to him. And after the first season aired, these two Men in Black turned up to him and they said... Your show is off the air. And the next day he got a phone call saying that the second season had been cancelled. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes, he's on the record saying that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't want to get us too paranoid, but what we definitely should do, right? Because we're getting too close now. We're getting too close. I especially think that we might have stumbled on something with the admin aliens. Like that might be a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm maybe thinking that we should wear recording devices at all times secreted in our bodies and this could be there could be a patreon yeah patreon exclusive yeah, yeah. yeah. 24 hours of, the, Ro- of roger's life the anal episode <laughs> uh before we finish up for the day Dennis, i've won one little video to show you yes which please is an individual uh, an individual was visited in his hotel room by two men in black and lo and behold they were actually captured on cctv footage Coming cool. in to the hotel. When was this? Uh, I think... Good long while ago. No, late 90s. All oh, right, okay, cool. Late 90s or early 2000s, I think. And there, there's no audio on this because it's CCTV footage, obviously. I'll let you be, be the judge. That's bananas. These guys look like they're straight out of the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. They've got little, I don't know what to call it, like trilby hats on almost. I'm not sure what those hats are called. They'd look strange, don't they? And they're very tall. 
Yeah, oh, big th- guys. That's another thing. People say they're abnormally tall. That's another feature of the middle. Those class. guys are like six foot six each, easily. So, what do you think of it now? That is very scary. But yeah. especially, I think it's even scarier is that they still look like 1950s guys. Even now that they're out yeah. of date. Like, like you're saying that's in the late 90s or whatever. Like yeah. They look so strange. That's really cool. So, if you had to come down... I, I, would say, I, would say, I would say this, right? This might seem like a cop-out. Yeah. It's definitely happening. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. it's definitely happening. I hope you accept that. Yeah, no, no. It, it's definitely happening, but I just don't know why. Well, I, I said this to you before the podcast, that even if this isn't aliens... Or, you know, which I think it is. But even if it isn't aliens or, or if it isn't cryptids or anything like that, the fact that it's even happening to people. That's so crazy. That is crazy in itself. Yeah. It's kind of frightening, to be honest. Yeah. Have well, any of these people been, like, taken away by them or anything? If they have, we, we don't know about it. <laughs> oh, no. The, uh, wait, did you, just hear the, did you just hear a knock on the door? Yeah, uh, that's surely Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see me and Roger do some stand-up comedy live, we're putting on a show in 2 North Down in London on the 28th of August at 8.45pm. I'll be doing a half an hour of stand-up, Roger will be doing a half an hour of stand-up, and we'd love to see you there. Tickets for the show are only £6, and you can purchase them on the Unexplained Legends Instagram page. As always, if you want to give us a review, please do on Spotify, give us your five stars, as well as Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, go and tell everyone that you love it, and get them to listen too.